Hi. Hi. <laughs> What's up? You know, stuff. Just recording a podcast? Yeah, how about you? Cool, same. Cool, same. Hello, and welcome to the Review for Two podcast. My name's Caroline. I'm Marco. And this is Quartz. You can't hear her. You can't hear her. You can't hear her. But she's here. She's here. She's yeah. sitting on her lap because she's being a needy little baby today. As she does. But that's okay. Yeah. In this podcast, we review games that are fun to play with somebody else either next to you or in a, another state, another city, whatever it may be. Basically just fun co-op or multiplayer versus any multiplayer game. Yeah. Local, online, whatever. Yeah, because, you know, video games are fun to play with other people, but a lot of the times the only games you get are sporting games or FPSs. Yes. So we like to mix it up and find other video games. Mix it up. What are we reviewing today, Caroline? We are talking about Kirby Air Ride, which is a game that came out in 2003 for the GameCube. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was developed by HAL Laboratory and published by Nintendo. All right. So this is a racing game, kind of? Yeah, there's more to it. Yeah. It's like a racing arcade game. So like part of it could be racing. You are in like a vehicle type thing, but the main component isn't like what you would think a racing game is, which is like going around laps. And seeing who wins. That That is like one stadium in it, I think, or one or two stadiums in it, but that's not the main component of it. So it's a racing game that's based off of the Kirby franchise, which means mm-hmm. you're not on cars, you're on the Warp Stars. And the thing about Warp Stars is that they can fly. You can't just lift off whenever you want, but when you go off a ledge, your star can fly. And depending on what star and how powered up it is, it can go really high or it can go really far or it'll just sink to the ground like Caroline's driving it. <laughs> Okay, I just didn't know how to play the game, so... There is, like, just a standard racing mode, but there aren't that many courses, and they're not that kind of diverse and unique. They're almost more of a mini-game to the city trial mode itself, which I think is the main game with the most focus, attention, and just stuff in it. Yeah, there are two other game modes, right? There's one that's called Air Ride, and then one that's another one. Air Ride is the races that are at the end of city trial. But, so you know how you can click on City Trial or two other things? Yeah. Yeah, so one of them is Air Ride and then one of them is another thing. What's the other thing? The other thing is that top-down arcade thing we did oh, yeah. first, which we didn't really like because it was right. weird. So we're really just focusing on City Trial. The thing about City Trial is, at the end of each City Trial, you do Air Ride or one of the arena minigames. So it's kind of everything, you know. Yeah. You get, you basically experience the whole game if you do City Trial. So the way City Trial works is that you all start out on the beginner star. So it's got the lowest stats and the lowest health and all that. And you run around the city and you break open blocks and you get power-ups and you can find better vehicles. Mm -hmm. And you can just make yourself leveled up for the event that takes place at the end of City Trial. Mm -hmm. And throughout City Trial, there are little... um, Events that happen that get you more power-ups or different power-ups. And you can actually piece together stars that you can only get in City Trial. But for the most part, you're just trying to improve your car and yourself to be best suited for the minigame that happens at the end of City Trial. And you don't really know what that minigame is until halfway through. They give you a hint that may or may not be accurate. Yeah, that's the annoying part for me, but we'll get into that during my review. Yeah. And you can also attack people to destroy their car or steal their power-ups. But you can also just completely ignore people the whole time and just focus on improving your car. Me. 
you can really just, you know, it's it's a free run kind of deal. And then at the end of seven minutes or five minutes or whatever you set it to, you do a mini game that may or may not actually be relevant to all of the power-ups you've been gathering the whole time. Right. So, you know, there was one time where I got like a ridiculously strong car, but that wasn't the point of the mini game at the end. So even though it was one of the best cars in the game, I still lost. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it mechanically, Caroline. Would you like to review for you? Yeah. It's going to be a thing. So I realized (laughs) that I have a problem with games that don't set you up to win. Like there are games that I don't do well in or that I fail, but it's not because the game like gave me bad gear. Does that make sense? Like, Like in Apex... They're going to give you a gun. They're not just going to, like, let you not have a gun for the whole time. Like, you're going to probably get a gun and be okay. Or if you don't have a gun, it's because your dumbass couldn't find a gun. Exactly. And if you can't find a gun, then you lost because you did. Not because the game was like, oh, you're going to spawn here. I'm not going to let you get a gun. Ha ha ha. There are no guns for this player. So this game likes to, like, prank you in a way because it will give you power-ups that are actually negative power-ups. Or some of the cars will just be like absolute trash monsters and like not good for anything. Let's be clear. There are, the cars have very different stats and some of them do excel in certain situations. There's a car that has absolutely no steering, but a very, very high acceleration and speed. And there are some events where it's just a drag race. So it's just go straight and whoever gets to the finish line first wins. So you don't need steering. So it's better to have a car with no steering and a high top speed. Yeah. But there are some cars that are just straight garbage. Yeah. So I don't really love that. Like, I don't like when a game is going to set you up for failure because it's like, haha, you pranked. Like, I don't, I don't really. Pranked. I don't need that in my life. So this game did set me up like that a lot. I got more used to the game and the city trial element of it like as I played but it wasn't an easy road to go down there was literally one event or like thing in the stadium that I enjoyed because I won (laughs) and I was like oh I can win this without like having some bullshit thing that I needed in city trial and I didn't get you know like I I could just like win it so it wasn't my favorite game but I could see how nostalgic it was for Marco and I saw probably how much fun he had playing it with like his brothers back in the day or like with his friends. So I saw how special it was and nostalgic it was for him. And I understood that that was like a really big part of this game. So I enjoyed playing it to see that Marco was like, oh, this is just something that I've been doing for a while. And he like kind of fit back into it. Like how I play any of my like bullshit awful games from the 90s and thousands that Marco has played. It wasn't a game that I would continuously play over and over, just gonna be honest, but I can see the appeal if you know how to play the game. Caroline's mad at me because I did not explain the gameplay well enough. No. What is your review of this game? So I really liked this game, but kind of like Caroline said, there's not actually that much to do. Yeah. So unless you want to run the same eight races over and over again, or just do city trial for hours, it's great for a little bit of time. 
But then it's, you know, it's more of the same. Like Caroline said, you know, this is something that I would always play with my cousins and my siblings whenever we were over, because this is just the game we chose to adopt. And one of the things this game does best, kind of, is that you can have up to four people at a time, but it is very fun and different if you've got four people at a time, six people who want to play, so you just cycle out, and it Mm -hmm. makes it so there are actual stakes for winning and losing if the top two get to keep playing and the bottom two have to cycle out. And then you've also got, like, an audience who are just shouting helpful and or non-helpful things at the actual players. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah. So it's definitely, it is fun with two people, but this is definitely one of the games that is more fun with more people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I love this game. It's it's a weird racing game where you can also fly that also has, like, a, a like free play. Like, not a free play. It's got a weird map mode that you can use to play around and power up your thing at the end. Yeah. And I don't know. It's fun, and it's just got a unique mode that I haven't seen in a lot of other games in the whole city power up to race mode. Definitely. Okay. Shall we questionate? <laughs> questionate. Okay, what was your favorite star vehicle? I'm going to go with the Wing Star, which is, it's like a blue one that looks like a little bird, and it's not great in terms of speed or, like, offense and defense mm-hmm. or really anything, except that it's really, really good at flying. Hmm. And because that was the part of this game that separated it from most other racing games, I always gravitated towards the ones that could fly the most. Because if I'm, if I'm going to play a game with flying cars, I want my car to fly good. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Also, it was blue, and you know. I you know it. Marco. I got it. What was yours? <laughs> I don't know the names of any of the cars. That's okay. I only know the names of the two that I like. There was one that I played with this last time that we played where it didn't go very fast, but could turn pretty well. Was that the ice cream truck? Maybe. <laughs> I think I like the ice cream truck the best. Which is shocking because no one likes the ice cream truck. It was the easiest to handle. All right. So I liked there it the go. best. Easy to handle, but also heavy and sturdy, right? Like, you did Mm -hmm. not get damaged that much if you got hit. I didn't get hit by any... I didn't see a single other person through the entirety of City Trial when we played. Except that one time you flew into my bomb. I didn't see you. I just died. That's true. I was on the clear other side of the map. Yeah. Why you threw a bomb at me, nobody will know. I didn't. You ran into it. You flew... I was watching your side of the screen. You (laughs) flew into the bomb. I was trying to get a power-up. In the middle of of an act... Okay. (laughs) What is your favorite power up? I'm going to I'm going to keep it consistent here, glide. That's fair. So there are a bunch of like we said, there are a bunch of different stats for your cars that you can upgrade in the city trial mode and it's mm-hmm. like charge and boost and offense and defense and top speed and weight and turn and glide and stuff like that. And so any car can glide and any car can boost and just the more of those power ups you get, the more that you become good at that specific attribute. Even if your car isn't great, you can compensate by getting a whole bunch of glide. And your power-ups are yours, so if you swip, if you swap cars, you do keep most of your power-ups. Mm-hmm. But they kind of work in tandem with your car's inherent stats. And my favorite was, of course, Glide, because if you combine a lot of Glide with the glidiest car, you can kind of just fly forever. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah, that sounds like fun, maybe. Caroline does not see the appeal in gliding forever. I don't. What was your favorite power-up? Uh, turn. <laughs> Caroline seems to have had a lot of difficulty controlling uh, these... Turn. Wild turn vehicles. Is turn. Turn? turn. You like turn? Turn. Turn, turn was the best. Getting turn. Turn. I was getting turned all over the place because um, it would help me turn and that's why I liked it. For the viewers who need an explanation, the turn power up helps, helps you, you turn. 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 You want to ask the next question? Yeah. What's our next question? Mm-hmm. What was your favorite city event? 
As you were playing around in the city, there were smaller events that would kind of change what's currently happening in the city for the next 30 seconds. Sometimes there would be a big boss monster that you have to fight. Sometimes there would be a lighthouse that heals you. Sometimes all the items would bounce, which is really inconvenient because then you can't really get them. Sometimes all of the boxes would give you the same item, which is wild if it's like top speed or something like that. Oh yeah, there were boxes that you had to break to get some of the power-ups. Yeah. And sometimes I couldn't break a box. Sometimes they all had like, you know, one of the events, they all had the same items. Right. And yeah, that was always fun. So what was your favorite one of those in-city events? So, viewer, <laughs> listener, I barely paid attention to those because I was just trying so desperately to get more than one power up through this whole thing, which barely works also. But the one that I remember, the lighthouse that healed you was pretty cool. That's, that's it. That's, I think that's about it because that is the only one I actually know of. I didn't notice anything bouncing. I didn't notice anything else going on. I was just trying to get any power up ever so that I could actually do the stadium game. Caroline had a hard time breaking the boxes. I stayed away from literally everyone during city, what was it called? Trial. City trial. And I stayed away from all the events. I didn't want to do anything except for the lighthouse, which helped me heal. That was it. Nice. What about you? Definitely the one where all the boxes contain all the same items. Mm. Because like I said, if you get a ton of top speed or even like a ton of weight or flight or just turn, Mm -hmm. you can basically break the game by making your car do things it should never be able to do. That sounds right. And it's very easy to do that if all of the boxes contain one specific power-up. Sometimes it's something useless like, oh, all of the boxes contain a sandwich, which is a little bit of help. So sometimes it's boring and useless. But if you get the right power-up, it's really fun. Sure. What was your favorite stadium event? I like the weird ones. The ones where it's like high jump or long jump or hit the number board at the edge of the map. That's my favorite one. Yeah, because again, it's something that makes it different than other racing games. Yeah, it's not just like a racing yeah. game. Some of the some of the stadium events are just a three-lap race, or you're in an arena and you have to kill each other or littler enemies, but some of them are, you know, unique like that. So yeah. I don't know that I have one favorite one, but definitely that variety. I agree. I didn't like the long jump or the high jump because it didn't work for me, but I did like the one where you hit the number on the board because I won that. I like the ones that I win. I always won the high jump and the long jump because I kept pouring all of my efforts into getting... Gliding, right? Yeah. I think in the last one, one of the like main reasons why I didn't win also was because it was like, you should have more strength and less speed. So I got as many weights as I possibly could. And for a long jump, if your weight is high, you just kind of sink really quickly. Yeah, this is the part where the game lied to Caroline. And I got mad. And so I usually just build my same build regardless because, you know, if you're near a power-up, it takes less effort to get it sometimes than avoid it. Right. So I'm not going to, like, hunt for a specific one. But, yeah, Caroline tried to get as much weight as she could, and then for high jump, she just chonked straight down. I did. Yeah. Fun times. All right. You want to ask her last question? Yeah. What was your favorite Kirby? My favorite? Yeah, your favorite. That was most dateable. Well, you got mad at me when I said that, so I'm going to go with what was your favorite Kirby? They're all the same. Okay, they're all the same. You could just change your color. They're literally all identical. They're all the same. So yeah. the purple one. And the blue one. Yeah. Who could have right. seen that coming? <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, that's, that's about right. All right. Any final thoughts? Yeah. Um, what are your final thoughts? It's definitely a very fun game to play, but 
you know, it's a game that's more fun with four or five or six people as opposed to two or three. So it's a lot better of a party game. It would probably be a great game to play while you are at least slightly inebriated. That's what I was thinking. Like, we should probably do the Kirby Air Ride drinking game. Yeah, but we weren't going to go there at, you know, it's like noon on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, but it's definitely fun. You should definitely play it with a lot of people, but it is also a game that does not have much. You can't play it for a long amount of time in a single session because it is very repetitive and very the same. Yeah, I agree. I like really agree with all that. And you know, it wasn't a game that I would really like, but as a lot of early 2000s and late 90s games, they're so nostalgic and so special to us that we like love them and we'll play them and enjoy them as much as we can. But the other person might not have that same attachment because they didn't play it when they were younger. So it's a little different. Yeah, there are definitely better games you could play nowadays. But for me, it just, you know, it's got that nostalgia. And so I can see why Caroline would be like, we could be playing stuff that's so much better than this. Right. Yeah. What? No, nothing. No, because we like did halfway oh, through this. <laughs> yeah, we we did exactly. <laughs> we played a that. game that like we both kind of really like. I think. Yeah. But we'll talk about that next week. All right. Do we have anything else? I don't think so. Cool. Be sure to like, comment, and I guess you can't subscribe. like on podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review and leave a comment on iTunes. Yep. Uh, At will... review for two on Twitter. Yep. The best way to get us noticed is to leave reviews and retweet and like all of our stuff. Yeah, you can please send do. Us an email or a tweet and we will probably respond to it or read it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Anything else? No. No? We're good? Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Bye. Bye. This is like the review for you section. It's probably not going to be a thing. Okay.